Welcome to Shortcuts, a podcast about East Lamal, featuring conversations and interviews with people who make East Lamal what it is. I'm Sean Ferguson. I'm the Marketing and Specialty Leasing Manager for East Lamal and your host for Shortcuts. And today we are on location at the Evansville Association for the Blind, and we're speaking with the Executive Director, Carla Horrell. Carla, welcome to Shortcuts. Well, thank you. My first one. <laughs> we're so excited. <laughs> uh, we're so excited to be here. First of all, uh, the Evansville Association for the Blind is our nonprofit of the month for September. We've already had you guys at the mall. We talked about that a little bit ago. But uh, we're so excited to have you, to work with you guys. And I feel like this is the first time we've worked with you guys. It is. I hate that from, from one <laughs> standpoint well, it's from the another, beginning it's the beginning yeah <laughs> but from another standpoint it's great that we're, we're finally connecting so that's awesome so i'm anxious to hear all about the organization but first i always ask uh give us some of your background and tell us how long you've been with the Evansville association for the blind all right here we go um <laughs> i've been here for 43 years wow that's awesome um, yes i i came as the accountant and i've just kind of moved from job description to job description oh, and wow left some behind and kept some with me and now I'm the director so 43 years here kind of wow. grown up here that's, that's kind amazing. of what happens here though people um, buy into the mission and and see the importance of it and unfortunately our staff hangs around a long time and we have a lot of continuity that's amazing yeah. we're at 500 North 2nd Avenue correct how long have you been in this location um, well, my whole life. Okay. Um, I think originally we were we were founded in 1918, and we were housed wow. in what used to be the city jail or county jail. It's it's one that is no longer downtown. Okay. It's not the one that's a law office. Okay. Um, so that was given to us first, and then um, one of the companies we did work for at the time because we did start as a work center. Um, gave us this very office we're sitting at in the corner of Second and Virginia. Okay. And then we have had three major additions since that time okay. to be what we are now. So we're the full city block now. That's amazing. We're talking with Carla Horrell, the Executive Director of the Evansville Association for the Blind. For more information on the organization, visit them online at evansvilleblind.org. Let's talk about the association. Let's talk about what you guys do because maybe a lot of people don't know. What, they what you probably guys do. don't. <laughs> uh, we do a lot of things in this building. Uh, we serve the blind, visually impaired from birth through their whole life. Um, I believe our oldest, I should have confirmed this before the meeting, but um, I think our oldest today is 104. Um, but we serve 18 counties, um, 18 school corporations. Uh, the tri-state area, all three states, um, the veterans, we serve them. Um, and then that's what we do for the blind, visually impaired population. So we start with babies, work all the way up to the working adult and on to adulthood when, when so many people then begin having eye problems and eye diseases. And they've lived a full life seeing everything and now they have to learn life in a new way. Oh, and wow. That's, wow. that's very hard. How emotional is that? I mean, to me, that oh. would just be... When a person has to give up their car, it's probably the uh, most devastating yeah. day of their life. Okay. It's just, you, lose, you feel like you've lost all your independence. Sure. Absolutely. So, you know, we were there to help pick up the pieces and teach them how to live in a new way. Um, our low vision specialist, she goes and talks to the people or they come here and meet with her and, and just talk about what their goals are, what they enjoy doing. And we try to fit a plan to keep them in those goals and those plans so they can continue. I know we had one gentleman who loved to make fishing lures. 
Oh, wow. So she fitted him with the proper magnifier and the equipment so he could continue to make fishing lures. Wow. Yeah. And then we partner with the WNIN radio reading service. So we read the newspaper every day of the year. We have four volunteers who go down to the WNIN radio broadcasting station and read the newspaper. Wow. And if you have a digital radio, you get to listen to it. Okay. Then we we move from that into the work. Uh, We have EAB Industries, which is our production area. And we employ people with all disabilities in that area, so not just blind, visually impaired. Um, if someone blind, visually impaired wants a job, we typically can handle that, but uh, we have all disabilities in that, that area. Okay. And we do work for um, three or four corporations every day, and then there's probably 16 others we do hit and miss throughout the year. Okay, 18 counties. Mm-hmm. So most of those in, in the Southern Indiana, Northwestern Kentucky, Southeastern Illinois. Okay. Yeah, Amazing. we tend to go at least a 90-mile radius. Okay. Uh, the initial plan was to meet Indianapolis, St. Louis, Cincinnati, and Louisville, or, or Nashville, halfway. And those cities are so big, they generally don't leave their area. Okay. So we have gone as far north as Terre Haute. Um, we go well into Illinois and down beyond Owensboro, beyond Hopkinsville. Um, wherever there's a need, we try to at least make at least one visit and then determine a, a plan as to how to serve the, the person. Okay. Carla Horrell is our guest today on Shortcuts, and Carla is the Executive Director for the Evansville Association for the Blind. For more information on the organization, uh, visit them online at evansvilleblind.org. I assume the website is kind of a big deal as far as how people find you. Yes. Uh, but how are how do you get the referrals and how do people find find your services? Um, for the blind services, typically it's from a doctor. Um, okay. The the physician who knows their their patient is losing sight and it's probably not going to be fixable. Okay. Um, he often refers them to us. Um, as far as the work programs, we often get referrals from Indiana Vocational Rehabilitation. So they come into a program typically at the beginning and um, go through a lot of training just in work skills and just normal every day, get up and get dressed and get to work on time, those sorts of things. Because sure. if you've recently been disabled, you're out of practice. You, you have to be reminded about what it's like to be a responsible employee, and that's what we teach. Okay. Is there a lot of counseling? I assume there will be a lot of counseling, especially for someone who, who is having issues with their sight and facing the fact that they may be losing their sight. Uh, talk about what you guys do from a counseling standpoint. Yeah, we, we don't have a counselor on staff, but obviously we have a lot of history with other people who have gone through similar things. So we can either refer them or just tell them, tell them what's worked in the past. And, and that is why people generally come back to us. We'll place them in the community, and they come back because of the support systems they're given here. Um, because our staff really does try to help everyone that walks in and tries to help them be successful at what they're doing. Okay, let's talk about events. We already kind of talked before we started recording uh-huh. uh, about the change and kind of some fundraising and stuff for right. you guys this year. Uh, but talk about some of the events that you guys have coming up and how people can learn more about your organization. Okay, 
Um, typically at this time of year, we have what's called White Cane Day at the zoo. Um, the zoo is having their penguin house built, so we're not going okay. there. So we were really grateful to get to go to the mall because <laughs> cool. I think that took the information side of what we did at the zoo. And, and then we're planning a game day for the kiddos that normally go to the zoo. So okay. we're, we're fulfilling that with two different events this year. Um, then we typically have a fall festival booth, but with everything that's going on in the community, our board has decided to freeze the booth for this year, and hopefully in 2022, we'll be back out there. Sure. Um, so that's our biggest fundraiser at the moment is that booth. So we are taking a pretty big hit by not having it. Um, and then beyond that, we do Thanksgiving baskets. Um, people who, who typically get baskets can go pick them up and take them home, it's no problem. But when you're blind, visually impaired, you typically ride the bus and you can't really carry a basket on the bus. So our baskets uh, get delivered to their door and it's just a service we offer and we usually need some volunteers for that, both in assembling the baskets and then delivering them. Okay. Um, beyond that, we do a lot of different activities at Christmas for the different age groups. Um, and then in the spring, you probably won't want to hear this because I think the mall doesn't like this word, but we do a scavenger hunt oh, at the mall. scavenger hunt. That, <laughs> that they have a stipend and they have to go to stores and find certain items and buy them. So oh, okay. they are purchasing things. Well, that's good. But the secret's out. So, oh, goodness. Okay. But no, it's more okay. educational about, you know, if you're in the mall, where would you go to find where a particular store is? Who would you ask? Absolutely. Uh, we typically go to TGI Fridays for lunch because they, nice. they just bend over backwards for our people. Very they cool. have a brown menu. Um, he has certain salt and pepper shakers he brings out for our people. Oh, and, wow. Uh, they're just really good for our, our kiddos. And okay. the one thing our kiddos generally don't like to do is to eat with a knife and a fork. Okay. They like finger foods, yeah. obviously. Of course. And so the most traumatic part of the whole day is we make them take three bites with a with a fork. Oh, okay. So we try to get that out of the way right away. <laughs> That's awesome. And they usually meet Very here, cool. we ride the bus out, so they, they have a hike through the mall and Very it's cool. just a it's a day that they look so forward to. What 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 type of year does that It's usually occur? in April, May or June. In April, it's in May the spring. Or June. Okay. Uh -huh. Well, yeah. let's let's stay in touch because yeah. I, I really want to know when that happens again. Cause yeah. I think that'd be fun to get some it, pictures. It's their and stuff favorite like that. one, I think. Yeah. Oh, that's really cool. That's really cool. <laughs> you know, talk about volunteering. Uh, how do people become a volunteer? What's the best way to get connected with your organization? Okay, um, they can contact me through the website. Um, if they want to be a reader for the radio reading program, they could call me or they could call down there. Um, if you call me, I can get you to the right people. <clears throat> it's the greatest group of volunteers. Um, there's a few other organizations in town that I think have a lot of volunteers like that, but to have four volunteers every single day, holidays, everything, that's pretty impressive. And they read in shifts of two, so you have a partner and you read the entire newspaper in four hours. So, oh, wow. That's amazing. Yeah, so I was each, wondering how long that took. <laughs> it take, you do a two-hour shift, and you can do it weekly, you can do it monthly, or you can... I'm a sub, okay. so we're close enough. If someone doesn't show up, they can call me, and I can run down there and read. Nice. Uh, but that's a great way to volunteer. A lot of retirees cool. like to do it. Okay. Um, we, we always use volunteers to help with the Thanksgiving baskets, so okay. definitely get in touch with me. Okay, awesome. Carla Horrell, again, has been our guest on Shortcuts today. Carla, the executive director of the Evansville Association for the Blind, East Lamal's nonprofit of the month for September. I always kind of wrap things up by saying, 
Is there anything else that we haven't talked about that you want to bring up? Well, we, we are one of the few places in the country that offers a summer college program for students with disabilities. Okay. Um, the Indiana Vocational Rehab has been a great partner in this, and we are so fortunate to hold it on USI's campus. Um, we are 52 years strong, so we were one of the first in the country. And what makes our, ours unique is that the students leave with seven credit hours if they pass, okay. and they live on campus integrated with all the other students. Wow. So they get the full experience in six weeks, and okay. they can fully understand what might entail going to college, because we teach them cooking and, and laundry and everything else that goes along with the academic side. Okay. Um, so it's a wonderful program that's been around for a very long time, and, okay. and we're, we're glad we have USI as a partner. They've, they've been really good to us. That's very cool. Mm -hmm. Okay, my last question. I didn't tell you I was going to ask you this ahead of time. <laughs> so if you don't want to answer it, we'll, we'll cut and edit here. <laughs> oh but what has kept you with the Evansville Association for the Blind for 43 years? Well, you would just have to spend a couple hours here, and yeah. you would understand it. Um, yeah. People who, who come here for services or come here for their livelihood, um, they're so joyful to have a job and so grateful to get the service they need to find someone who might have something to help them live their life in an independent way. Um, you can't not like that. You know, if you're having a bad day, just walk down the hall and you're going to see that, you know, your life is pretty full and and you didn't have to go through nearly as much to get here today as people who had to catch the bus and and navigate the city streets. And it's just, it's a blessing. It truly is. I think if you asked anyone here on our yeah. staff, they would tell you the same thing. Awesome. Carla, thank you so much thank for doing you. this. Thank you for letting us be your first podcast interview yes, ever. <laughs> so we appreciate that. And uh, thank you really for all you do uh, for all of your clients and really the community as a whole. I think uh, we are so happy to be working with you guys this month. It's really, really, really cool. What well, you guys thank do, you. So. We were so excited to be named in, uh, the not-for-profit of the month. Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks a lot for listening to Shortcuts. It's a podcast about Isla Mall featuring conversations and interviews with people who make Isla Mall what it is. Of course, you can find out more about the Evansville Association for the Blind by visiting their website, evansvilleblind.org. You can connect with us online 24 hours a day, seven days a week at shopislamall.com. And you can also connect with us on our social media network, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And of course, stop by and say hey the next time you shop at Eastland Mall. <laughs>